Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with the episode of Call the High Seed. Come on in. The water's just fine. All right, y'all. Y'all know what's going on. There's been some good football games going on, good football games, but I got basketball in my mind, and I got my dog, AJ, back with me. What's going on, AJ? Hey, how you doing, brother? Great to be back. Man, it's all good. It's all good. So, man, I got to ask you. So, early on in the year, I've been I've been banging banging the table tough on these Lakers, dog. Lakers winning championship. Lakers going to win championship. I've been doing it despite how good they look. Lakers going to win the championship. I've been saying that the, the whole time. But it's that loss to the Kings got me. It it got me just thinking. I might be wrong, man. I might be wrong. And there's a difference between being the greatest of all. Just because you might be one of the greatest of all time, don't necessarily mean you're great right now. Just hard to see. So my thing is, what's going on with the Lakers? Because maybe you're seeing something that I'm not. Um, with the Lakers overall, we got to address a few things with them. Yeah. The number one problem with the Lakers, I feel, is coaching. Number one problem. Their rotations don't really make a lot of sense. Um, teams are going to have times where they struggle with certain things. And it's up to the coach to make some adjustments for that. You know I mean, obviously, from game to game. Now, I'm going to use in 2020, when the Lakers won a championship, Frank Vogel was the coach, of course. At that time, he made some great adjustments What with pretty much everything he was doing, which is why I felt that they won. He did a great job starting off AD um, at the four. Then, you know, JaVale McGee at the time was on the team. He was starting five. Sometimes it would be Dwight. Uh, then towards the end of the game, AD would kind of play the five more. They would have a lot more spacing and stuff like that. Then you watch them in the playoffs. They played certain teams. Like, initially they played uh, – who did they play? They played uh, Portland. I remember that yep. first game, Portland was lighting them up, shooting crazy threes. You could see the next game, Frank Vogel made adjustments where the defense would push all the way up. No matter where Dame was, if he was at half court, they pushing all the way up, trying to get the ball out of his hands, not letting them shoot as much. Dame didn't have near as great of a series anymore after Vogel made those adjustments. They went into the next series. They played uh, the Rockets. Well, we know they had that weird small ball thing going on. Like I said, the first game, we seen how the Rockets played. They made the adjustment. The next game, you've seen um, Dwight and JaVale McGee pretty much not playing. Pretty much for the rest of the series, they didn't play. Uh, I say all this to say that, like, as you can see from team to team, from time to time, situation to situation, there was adjustments made that fit that team, that fit that time, and that had a good purpose. I'm not seeing the same adjustments now. I'm seeing the Lakers' defense be terrible because it just seems that they run in a weird zone that just kind of doesn't make sense. They're giving up on plays at the wrong time throughout the shot clock. Um, and they just don't have a personnel on the court that's guarding the perimeter in the manner in which they would like. Um, beforehand, you, they would have. Do you think they got the personnel on the team? Because I, I feel good about Avery Bradley. Let him tell it, the best defensive player of all time. Let him tell it. But do you, I'm looking now, like, man, I think LeBron can sit down and put clamps on people. Now, now, the interior defense, I'm not worried about that at all. It's just the perimeter stuff. Do you think they got that? Um. Oh. So here's what I think Frank Vogel used to do that he's not doing anymore. What he used to do, he would have the dudes on the perimeter run those guys off the line and force them to come to the basket. Now, throughout the course of the game, the players that you had at the basket, Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee. It wasn't looking too good from game to game for you to be doing that great at the basket. 
like I said, this year he's not really doing that. It seems like he wants dudes to shoot, which is kind of weird to me because, you know, we in the league of 2021. That's what teams want to do. And he's letting these dudes shoot. I think he should go back to that. You pretty much got a similar lineup like he did in 2020, where now you got DeAndre Jordan and um, uh, Dwight Howard and AD. Make these dudes go to the basket and let them face them seven-footers that you got at the rim. Stop letting these dudes shoot. He's been playing this weird zone thing where they just swing the ball around until somebody get open. Like, I don't know. I think they have the capability to keep these dudes on the perimeter. So he got the capability for the dudes on the perimeter to be fine on the perimeter. He just got to make those dudes on the perimeter push up a little bit more, force them to the basket, make them take some difficult shots inside, and stop letting them just shoot throughout the course of the game and get into a good rhythm to now they feel like they can pretty much do anything. Right. Um, if he could do that, then I think that he'd be a lot better. But like I say, he's not, he's not, it seems he's not making that adjustment. He got these teams playing this weird zone. And I remember the other night when, you know, Isaiah Stewart tried to brawl at LeBron or whatever. I remember in that game, uh, going into the second half, I remember Jeremy Grant got hot, and they were playing into a zone. And what happened was they came down, they swung the ball around. Um, somehow, Kay Cunningham got wide open, hit a three. Got it, whatever. They came down, Lakers didn't score. Then they came down, swung the ball around, Jeremy Grant got a three. Then after that, I think Westbrook came down, got fouled, hit two free throws. Then they came down. Swung the ball around the same zone. Jeremy Grant hit a three. Now, mind you, this is in the last two minutes of the second half. This is all yeah. happening within those last two minutes. No timeouts has been called at any point in this time. They already didn't hit three threes. Lakers only scored twice. Well, two points from West Westbrook free throws. Then they came down. Jeremy Grant hit another three. The Lakers come down and do nothing. I think they might have actually turned the ball over. Then they came down, and Jeremy Grant hit another three to end the half. And then I think the Lakers might have scored. No. Know what happened? Dwight Howard randomly got wide open with two seconds left on the shot clock and had to put up a three and hit it. At no point <laughs> in time in that entire sequence did Frank Vogel call a timeout. Did he make an adjustment and tell them to get out of zone? Did he tell them, go find Jeremy Grant? He just let them keep doing the same thing. And Jeremy Grant, within two minutes, hit four straight threes. And Kay Cunningham hit one right before that. Like, how, as a coach, do you not call a timeout when your team is on, like, I think they were on a 12-2 to two run at one point. Like, how do you not call a timeout? How do you not adjust your defense? How do you just keep letting Jeremy Grant keep hitting these shots? And you're not doing anything about it. Like, I just don't understand how, how that's okay for you. But that's just one segment of overall how it seems that Vogel has allowed his team to play. Anthony Davis is shooting one of the worst percentages in NBA history from three right now. And he keeps having that man on, like, what is it, the high post or the wing and elbows? Like, bro, get that man some plays closer to the block and by the paint. He ain't shooting that well this shit. Hey, all you, of these you know things, how AD feel about that. But that's the thing. You know, AD can bang down there if you get him the right amount of plays. I mean, like, you don't have to give it to him all the time, but get him down there a little bit more. Once AD gets into a flow and a rhythm uh, around the basket, then you can go ahead and step out. But he's starting the games off in the high post, catching the front. I'm watching the game right now. High post, catching on the wing, doing like, bro, don't start him off like that. He's not shooting good enough right now for you to be starting him off like that. Start him off a little lower and then spread him out. So do you feel <laughs> like the the Lakers can make it out the West? I do feel that they can. They have the capabilities of making it out the West. Do I feel that they will right now? If I had to be honest, I mean, I, I got to say no. Shoot, they're playing right now. They'll be lucky to make the play-in tournament if they look at how That's they play right now. 
I think they are capable of doing so. You know, I mean, I've seen them even this year in flashes where it's like if the Lakers can play like this all year, the league in trouble. But at the same yeah, time, yeah, like, yeah. from game to game, from time to time, from night in and night out, like, got to be better than this, bro. Westbrook is playing a lot better this year. Uh, Westbrook has played a lot better recently this year because I know he started the season slow. Anthony yeah. Davis is, le- is like second in the league in blocks. Um, Carmelo Anthony is like top three and uh, six man of the year early votings. Like they got players on their team that can that th- th- they have the personnel to to be successful in the playoffs. But you got to put that together on the defensive end, and as the coach, you got to not be letting your team struggle like this. And that's right. the problem that they having because the players that you got on your team, as far as what we expected them, they pretty much doing it. But you guys together as a functioning team is what you guys are lacking in. That's what's killing y'all. Well, I man, I still got, I still got them. I, I, I'm barely. I, I need about another week before I, I may change my mind. Because you know the when the information changes, sometimes the facts change. And I'm just looking at this. I'm not sure. LeBron, some people got him best of all time. Some people don't. I got him number three behind Jordan and Kareem. And that's fine. But. I think you can be one of the best of all time and that's not necessarily be all-time great because when you're all-time great, necessarily mean you're going to play all-time great forever. And we both agreed, or at least I believe that was you that agreed with me. I'm like, this Laker team is going to work with AD as the best player on your team, with this Lakers team. And now I'm I'm starting to look at the Lakers team and I've looked at some spurt. Well, you need LeBron. They're not going to do anything without LeBron. We know that. But it reminded me, excuse me, of you know the Pelicans with Anthony Davis, and he was by far the best guy on the team. Like, well, shoot, we've seen Anthony Davis led teams before, and out of those seven years, he made the playoffs twice. And I'm looking, and I'm like, do I still believe in AD? Can the in a in a league today can Anthony Davis be the best player on the championship team this year? Before the season, I would have said yes. Now I'm not so sure because I've seen AD led teams, and I feel like Russ is a better leader than Anthony Davis is. Now AD's the better player for sure, but you know leaderships and talent is they do it's two different things. And I'm looking. I know I trust Russ to lead a team and get people fired up. Well, at least motivation wise, Russ can't be the best player on your team either. You know, the whole point guard thing I believe in. But LeBron's got to be, I'm like, LeBron's got to be the best guy because this team was built for LeBron. The Lakers wasn't making this these aggressive moves until LeBron got there. And I'm like, well, can LeBron really lead these, these you know, these, these Cosby kids to the finals? I'm starting to lean more towards no because now I'm looking at history because that first year he got to L.A., you know, he pulled his groin and he was down for a minute and the Lakers, they didn't get it. And then the second year they won the championship, but they had the whole COVID layoff thing. That's when everything went to hell and they didn't do nothing. And in this past year, they got, they had injuries and issues again and they got beat by the Suns. And so now I'm looking at this year, Anthony Davis, I mean, LeBron hurt again. You know, Russ is doing Russ things. I, I'm a Russ guy, so I'm not gonna hate on. Him. I, I, I mean, he could down. Really, if Russ cut down on them turnovers, he gonna be all right. He been and doing so that I'm just looking, And I'm just looking. I'm like, what? I feel like I, I man. I feel like I fell in love with the names, man. I really do. So I'm I'm about a week away from 
moving off the, the Lakers. I got to see one more week because it's still early in the year. But man, I, I just I did not see this coming. I'm not gonna lie. Usually, I can you kind of see things going, but I just saw a team with Russ, LeBron, AD, uh, Dwight Howard, Rondo. I'm just like, man, I think they're gonna be all right. But they have not. I mean, they just got beat by the Kings, man. So I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I, I really, I don't know. But speaking of a team that. That's hot. The Suns, I, I, I thought they was going to be one and done. I thought they was going to be a flash in the pan. They had a good run. I didn't think they would, you know, fall off a cliff or anything, but I definitely didn't expect them to be on a 15-game win streak either. And it is early, and they look but behind the Warriors. They look like the best team in the West. Now, I can't wait to see that game Tuesday. They, I don't know if you knew that, but they play each other Tuesday night, so I'll, you know, I'll be their front and center for that. But – out of lake, out of the Suns getting ready to run it back, or um, go back to the finals. Um, that's possible. I'm, I'm gonna ask you this though before we go into that 100. percent Yeah. So, go uh, right now I think LeBron is averaging 24 points a game. He's shooting 30 some percent from three. He's shooting 47 percent from the field. Anthony Davis is shooting. Excuse me, terrible from the, from the three, 16 percent. But he's averaging 24, 11. He getting 2.3 blocks. Russell Westbrook in his last four games is averaging 26, nine and nine, shooting 49 percent from the field. But overall, he's averaging 28 and eight. Are those all? And Carmelo Anthony is averaging 16 points a game, shooting 40 percent from three. Are those all things that you expected from those guys? That, that's about right. Sure, yeah. Sound sounds about right. Yeah. So, do you think that any of those guys are the problem? Then? The problem that's that's not even on offense; it's the defense. Like, if they mm. can average it, but look at what look at what they're giving up. I mean, people having career days, and people they get you get up to play the Lakers. That's one of them teams you know you get up for between the, whether it's LeBron, the Lakers, or whatever. You know, they're gonna be on primetime TV, so people are trying to get up to play the Lakers. So you're gonna play better than what you are. That that is not defended. They're not. They just. I don't know if they can't anymore or they won't or whatever. But they are giving up a lot of points, and they've been. They had. They had been careless with the basketball. Now they're getting better now. But I'm just looking at a team that just seemed like, well, you know, you built for the playoffs. But and I think I. I don't think you can just really just turn it up like that. I don't think you can just cut it on like that and just give them just that chance like that. I, okay. I don't think. I, I I really believe, especially looking at how the Warriors do, and I I still don't think the Warriors are getting out the West right now either, because that again that point guard theory it all comes down to the point guard theory, baby. <laughs> but I just I just don't see it. And now speak and speaking of point guards though, what, what what I'm seeing is guard play that's really beating up these Lakers. That's why I said about the the perimeter defense. Now the cool thing about it, you know, championships is one points in the paint. Don't let the three ball fool you. I know everybody love it. And I really, I'm not worried at all about their interior defense, I, not at all. But you giving up these mid range and three, somebody can get hot. You just never know because they're not, they just, they won't defend. And now I'm not even sure if LeBron can really stay healthy anymore because the past, out of the past three years, I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it. So is it fair to say that maybe the issues with the Lakers is coaching? I wouldn't dismiss it. I, I wouldn't dismiss it. I, I wouldn't dismiss it. And, and I would move off of a coach, but 
are they gonna make are they gonna make are they gonna make them do anything different? I, I don't think so. Cause I think LeBron would be at this point. I think you would need like a Hall of Fame. I'm talking about like a Greg Popovich, Pat Riley type of guy to coach LeBron. Because I don't think LeBron at this point, with everything he's done, as great as he is, it's gonna be hard for LeBron for you just to just rally LeBron in like that. Now I'm not um, saying he's not coachable, but it, it's gonna be hard. And I don't know if that kind of guy's outside of Popovich, outside of that. Because I don't think LeBron is just going to just take a back seat to to any coach. Um, I don't like. I said I don't really think LeBron is the problem. Um, no, he's not, and I'm not saying he is. But I'm just saying it's. I don't think you can just go in. I don't think you can just bring in Coach Carter and and LeBron just fall in line with it either. I think that they schemes will change at the end of the day. Like LeBron doesn't make up schemes as far as defense and offensively. You're probably going to scheme your team around him, but he's not coming up with the schemes. You know what I mean? Yeah. People people may want to be all, all LeBron is the coach. Bro, LeBron is not coming up with these. No, 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 no. Right? I'm not saying he's coach. I'm not saying this. But, you know, whoever the coach is, it's going to be somebody Braun signs off on. Like, they're not just going to say, let's just say they, they bring in uh, Stan Van Gundy or Jeff Van Gundy. I'm just coming up with somebody's And LeBron said, no, I don't want Van Gundy. They're not gonna just they're not gonna just get him anyway. Yeah, I believe that. Green light through LeBron, and I'm not saying LeBron's a problem. I think their problem is just a collective defensive effort that and turning the ball over. I just and think I, they need I to bring in a coach that's gonna adjust that. That's really but, it. Because Frank Vogel obviously is, not trying to adjust that. Right, but I I, I feel like it's gonna kind of be like a be like a shoot i can't think of a man right now a, a fall guy scapegoat like paul george did my man uh shoot i can't think of his name right now i'm brain dead and coaching philly right now golly doc, doc rivers. rivers yes yeah doc rivers i feel like it's gonna be a scapegoat thing because i don't think it's gonna turn around overnight i'm not expecting i still don't think the lakers will be top five in defense i'm not sure they'll be top 10 regardless of who they get coaching and i feel you now you don't have to you know, you don't have to be the 04 Pistons defense every night, but you you can't be the Washington Generals on defense either. I just think they need to get a coach that's gonna make them push up on defense and stop letting them play zone. I just don't understand that zone thing at all. But if they can get a coach to say, look, bro, we got Anthony Davis, we got Russell Westbrook, we got LeBron James, we got Dwight Howard, we got DeAndre Jordan, push up on the perimeter, make them come to the basket and see if they're going to beat us night in and night out for four quarters at the rim all game. Just don't let them shoot, though. If they can get a coach to do some shit like that, like in 2020, yeah, I think the, the rest of the league going to have a long day trying to battle A.D., Dwight Howard, and DeAndre at the rim with LeBron from time to time, too. I just think they're not going to have a good <laughs> a good time. That's just my personal opinion. You, and you know what? You're right. But one team that does have a big man, DeAndre Ayton. How you feel about the Suns? You think you said well, you said that you think they can go to the um bottom. I already had the Suns prior. Uh I had the Suns prior going um to be a championship contending team. Really? Now really? I do believe that the league overall is really hard to determine who's gonna be in a championship this year because there are a lot of teams that look pretty good. The Suns, the Bulls, the Warriors, the Heat, the Bucks is looking better now. So I mean, it's hard to predict who's gonna be in the finals or whatever. But I do believe the Suns are you are taking the Clippers serious? 
Not without Kawhi. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Paul George led teams. I'm. I'm not. I'm. Well, he'll be back by the playoffs. You know, from what I heard, he's not coming back this year. From what I heard, at least. Really? That's what I heard. At least, obviously, I'm not. Yeah. I I don't know, but if he don't come back within like a month or two after the All Star break, I'm writing it off for the Clippers. So with for them, if you ask me. Yeah. Reggie Jackson being your second best player. Nah, nah you yeah, yeah. Honestly, Reggie Jackson being your third best player, I'm still not a fan of that. <laughs> if you want to be honest, not in this league. Nah, you, you're right. I I agree with you. We're I gonna look at the top heavy teams like the Bucks. Your third best player, Drew Holiday. Aiden might be your third best player with the Suns. Healthy Draymond or Clay is your third best player. Like, where does Reggie Jackson fit into these teams that we not like? He don't fit in, in the category with those dudes I just named. Nah, he's. Now he's about a tier below, right in there. Yeah, yeah. So Reggie, Reggie Jackson and, and Drew Holiday are they, they're kind of, well. Now it's not like, really. <laughs> Drew yeah. Holiday is an all defensive all star right. player. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I'd rather not, have Drew still. I'd yeah, still they is not. In the, that's probably the closest he gonna get, and that's still he's still not in the conversation with him. Maybe an Eric Bledsoe category. How do you feel about him? I don't like him at all. I don't even know why the Clippers picked him up. I, I just didn't understand <laughs> that whatsoever. That just made no sense to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> earlier in the season, he started off pretty decent. I'm not even gonna lie, but but now he's turned back into the Eric Bledsoe we all assumed he would be, and that is not looking that great. Yeah. So yeah, I I just don't get it. But whatever. I I, th- I think they'll I think they'll stand out. But man, we finna go to the crib, dog. What's up with these bulls, big dog? I thought hey, they'd man. be good, but I didn't think they'd be this good. I didn't expect them to be this good. I'll be honest. I did not. Um, I expected them to be this good. I think I'm the one who said I think they'll be at least top three to four in the East. I said that. Yeah. They are I do top three that. in the yep. East. You said that, yep. I said, I don't know if I got to win the championship yet because I just haven't seen those dudes in the playoffs enough to put my faith in that. And the playoffs is a different beast. Well, outside of DeRozan, but DeRozan the only one, and even with DeRozan, you know, what I mean, once he meets up with uh, LeBron, he typically becomes a different player. Well, so. you know, this is a different LeBron. This, yeah, this, but he might be having flashbacks though. So who knows? Yeah, but um, but overall, like, yeah, overall, like, I, I don't, I don't know about the playoffs, but for right now, I knew they was gonna be this good. And the the crazy thing about it is, they are this good, and. What's his name? Uh, Vucevic isn't playing well at all. And right. he honestly, what did he have? COVID protocols that he was going through or something. So he missed about, what, about four games, four or five games. And they was they was playing real good without him. So, um, yeah, I, I expect them to be this good. I didn't expect them to be that good without Vuce for that period of time, but I expect them to be this good. Zach Levine getting you 25 a game. The Rosen is in a position now where the, the, the space on the court isn't that crowded. Because he was playing over there with LaMarcus Aldridge, and him and LaMarcus Aldridge are like – they they do the same thing in different positions. Like, you got the same player in two different positions. So, it's kind of hard um, for them to get some good spacing, essentially, because they both operate in the same space. But then you got Vucevic now. You got Zach Levine, who are more stretch-the-floor kind of guys. Vuce can kind of be anywhere on the court. You got Alonzo Ball, who tends to, when the ball's not in his hand, drift to that corner. So the court is open for all of those dudes and the spaces and the spots on the court that they would like to be in. So they look great. And then the biggest thing about them, the biggest and best thing about them is watching them play defense. They they defense is absolutely phenomenal. Probably one of the best in the league. You ain't you ain't told a lot in. 
Yeah, they, Caruso that. probably looking like an all defensive caliber player. I was uh, just about to say. I was literally about to say. Levine was, is looking really good on defense this year, despite how great offensively he is. And and all Zoe doing making teams better. Yeah, as we already know how Zoe is on defense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know how um, I am about that big baller brand. The Rosen been stepping up on defense. Uh, and I they, like it that they're not forcing threes. I I love that. I love that they're pushing back against the three ball narrative. They don't really have a lot of three point shooters. Exactly. Right. But then that's that's Lonzo, my thing. I feel like maybe you Caruso. Don't really but that's about it. Right. Because I, I really don't feel like you – I mean, maybe it's nice to have one, but the whole – and we've talked about this. You really don't need about – I don't think you need a team with seven three-point shooters to win a championship. You don't. You don't. Like I said, you need you need some three-point shooting, but you don't need, like, all those players. Right. The Bulls don't like have, one don't have like, no crazy team. amount of three-point shooters. They got, like, a decent amount that they can survive with those guys. And then Vooch and DeRosa can shoot the three from time to time, too, if need be. So they got, they got like the perfect amount of I guess you could say shooting. Only thing I would be concerned about with them is, like I say, I, I haven't seen them in the playoffs, or majority of them in the playoffs, and uh, their depth specifically for the playoffs. Those are only two concerns of mine. I see them being uh, a second round exit or Eastern Conference Finals at at best. Uh, man, they feel like a, fi- a, a Eastern Conference Finals team right now. I, I, remember, I, I, remember, I remember hearing you say something similar about the Suns last year. I hadn't seen them in the playoffs outside of Chris Paul. And all oh, they did was go, <laughs> go yeah, to the NBA. The Suns <laughs> um, faced – you know, the Suns played um, a bunch of injured teams. They, they caught a lot of breaks. They Yeah, every they, team they, that they played was injured, literally. Yeah, they caught a lot – until the Bucks, and they got pretty much healthy. And even they had some injuries going on because uh, my man got hurt. I can't even think of his name right now. Devin Shinzo was De- hurt. Devin Shinzo, yeah. Um, what's the name got hurt? Giannis was hurt the series before, I think, because he hyperextended his knee, but he just kept playing through it. Yeah, you couldn't tell in the finals. Yeah, yeah. He, he just played through it real well. Um, but, yeah, the Suns caught a break. That's a little different. All Last right, so year, this. I'm not taking right. away from the Bucks, but, you know, it, it, was, it was a lot of meat left on that bone as far as teams and their health. Yeah, but I picked. I mean, I picked the Bucks to win it. I I, I had them. You, you know, did. I, had, I was I was on them for a while. So I mean, hey, if there was some meat left on the bone or not, they was there to chew it. They was there to chew it, baby. So let hey, me ask you this: no How hate. you feel about Brooklyn? Are they the best team in the East? Uh, well, can they beat the Bulls? Because right um, now, um, no. <laughs> I have no faith in Brooklyn. Okay, and I I agree with you. I agree Brooklyn with you. doesn't have enough depth in defense for me. Um, losing Kyrie is was detrimental for them. They didn't lose him, but not having him available. Yeah, to play, I mean, we don't know if he's coming back. I mean, you know. yeah, that, that's detrimental yeah. for them because obviously, like Harden is in a slump right now, and I feel like he's in a slump because he's in a weird position in his career now, where he initially came over there kind of playing the same way he did before. But now he's in a position. He even said in an interview where he doesn't know whether he should be a playmaker or a scorer. Or whatever the case it, might be. It was be. easy when you had Kyrie because you could switch it up. But now you really don't know. And you're not the best player on the team. Yeah, so. you're trying to – KD going to just do what KD do. But Harden is like one of the most important pieces on that team. But not having um, not having an understanding of exactly what it is that you should be doing on a night-in and night-out basis, that's, that's kind of rough. You know what I mean? Like you don't really know what you're doing. And he's shooting kind of bad because whatever reason, maybe some of the foul changes or whatever. But yeah, that's that's been- overall the depth of that team too, outside of Patty Mills and Lamarcus Aldridge, 
I didn't like the Pat Millsap pickup. It didn't. It didn't really do anything for them, if you ask me. I mean, there. I think their intent was right. I just think Paul Millsap is the wrong guy because they do need an interior force, somebody that's going to get you some rebounds, some second chance shots. Because you're putting a lot of pressure on your offense if you can't really get a rebound. You're basically giving J- James Harden and Joe Harris and KD one. You got one shot. If you don't make it, and you know they're off to the races fast. Bring yeah, back well, the, the trust. The trust in Joe Harris in the playoffs is not it, it, there for me. Exactly, and you know I I don't trust it either. I think I trust my three year old to take a shot before. No, nah. yeah, it's about right there together. They right there together. But, but baby working though, baby working. I got that. She got that thing humming right now. But <laughs> <laughs> she got it humming. But uh, I I just I I I've never really believed in Brooklyn. If you. I don't know if you recall. I may not even have known you yet, but when this whole big actually started with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, I was like, they'll never win a championship. They'll never win a championship. And then when they got James Harden, I still didn't think they'd win a championship. Again, when they got James year, Harden, that's when I became more faithful in it because they were just – remember we was talking about last year, they was literally just killing right. teams offensively. And when they got together and it looked it looked good, I'm just like – because there was a lot of reasons even last year I felt like it wouldn't make sense that why they wouldn't win it. But And some of it ended up coming to roost. And then you could – I say all that, but had KD been about a half a step back, you know, we're probably having another conversation despite all that. Well, they looked yeah. good together, but I just didn't think it would it would last or it would, would work. Or All would, three of them together and healthy? We looking at probably a championship Brooklyn team, but without Kyrie, that's that's big. That's big time. People try to act like that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, okay, that, no, that's they a big deal. Kyrie, Kyrie, I ain't got no faith in. Them. They're gonna be a he's solid a, regular season team. team, but but they they need him because you, do. I, I don't trust anybody else because James Harden is like he's regressed. KD's fine, so I, you know I don't worry about that. They don't have any. They don't have the best defense. And you don't really have any interior presence, offense or defense. And you don't really have depth. They don't really have that much depth on that team at all. They really and they don't have an X factor. You need a, a guy. Like everybody will have that guy. Like say if the Bulls make a, a wild playoff run, you can see an X factor being either a Zoe or a Caruso, or or when well, that wouldn't be, it could be anybody. It could be. It could be. Kobe, uh, Kobe White came back playing pretty good, too. You see what I mean? And uh, Derrick Jones Jr. is playing a lot better than what people thought he would. Right. He's you been know, a very, very good role player. Every contending team you could think of got one, whether it be the, the, the Warriors. You know, they got some all over with their roster. The Suns, we've seen them in the playoffs. The Bucks, you just never know. You might see a, a Chris Middleton signing or you just anything can happen. Lakers, if they get their stuff together, they got expectors too all over the place. I just don't see that guy that could just rise up and just – I don't see the Derek Fisher on that Brooklyn Nets team. Because my, my favorite thing to say about Derek Fisher, I, I used to love to say this, Derek Fisher, he's good for two threes in the fourth quarter. That's all he's really good for. He won't give you shit else, but you can count on him giving you two threes in the fourth quarter. It seems like he got – it'd be the most impactful seven points you, you could ever ask for. And they don't have anybody that's going to give you impactful points. Yeah, the best I could say is Patty Mills, and I can't even call him an X factor right now. He's right. like, he's almost like a Kyrie replacement. With, with he's Kyrie not playing Jones, on Kyrie level. Yeah, he'd have been nice if you had Kyrie. And then you yeah. could say Patty Mills would be your X factor, but now yeah. Patty Mills is pretty much expected to be the Kyrie. And that's not going to work. Not with that team. Is not not with nah. Brooklyn. Patty Mills isn't Kyrie built. 
No, he's not. He's he's not. So so, so yeah, I think Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn's in trouble. Kyrie don't come back. Brooklyn is in trouble. And they have a good record, so it's not like they're sitting up here, you know, four and fifteen. They're still doing really good, but I'm just yeah. I that's regular season. The regular time. season don't move me like it does everybody. I look at these teams and I see the regular season. I'm like, even with the Warriors, I'm not super sold on them because I'm like, look, bro, I need to see you in the playoffs, bro. Jordan Poole, what you gonna do for me in the playoffs? Yep. Draymond Green, like your playoffs, like you used to play real good in the playoffs, but the way you've been playing lately, bro, we're gonna need more out of you in the playoffs if that team gonna really be something serious. Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> yeah, I think that speaks for itself playoff wise. So that, that's why I'm not too sold on some of these teams. Brooklyn, uh, not Brooklyn, the Milwaukee playoffs. I got I some mean, faith. We- the Suns playoffs, I got some faith. The Lakers, if they make the playoffs, I got some faith. But, like, some of these other teams, like, I'm going to have to see it first. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I'm going to just have to see it first. The Bulls, I'm going to have to see it. Um, there's a few teams. I just got to see it first. That's all. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Now, we we pushed back. We, we mean you kind of went back and forth on this, but I think you can finally get on board with me. Is it time to break up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? Because I've been on this for a couple of years now. Now I think people are starting to finally come around and see what I was talking about because people thought I was nuts when I first said it. But now I think people are starting to see what I was saying. So is it time to officially blow that up? Yeah, bro. Tatum got to go. Anybody what? ask me? Tatum? Tatum. No! No! Hey, Tatum got to go. No, not Tatum. That's the wrong one. You just, what? No! <laughs> Oh Lord! Explain yourself, sir. So Tatum, Tatum got to go. Like, why? Why would I choose Jalen Brown to go? Why would you choose? Why? Because number one, Tatum's the better player. He's not proving that to me, though. Tatum, I mean, he having a, he have his ups and downs, but Tatum's the better player now. And I like Jalen Brown. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I just don't like them together. You know what I mean? So, that, like, I like baked beans and I like apple pie, but I don't want my baked beans sprinkled on my apple pie. I love my oatmeal, but I don't want oatmeal dipped in pizza. You understand what I'm saying? Some things just are better left apart. And what I'm saying is if I had to pick one to build around, I would rather have a Jason Tatum because Jason Tatum, he can take – he's one of those guys, handful – that could take a game over. Again, I stay saying is that all these when they do these little the best young guy, best young under 25 poll and all that. I always say Jason Tatum. I'm taking Tatum over uh Luca. I'm taking him over Ja. I'm certainly taking him over Zion. I'm taking him over all these rookies and all that. I'm it's always gonna be Tatum because Tatum, I just feel comfortable with it, even in a slump. And we've seen them play better apart. Jalen Brown, too, to your point. And I like what Jalen Brown brings. But, oh, no, man, I got I got to go with Tatum. I'd much rather have Tatum over Jalen. So my thing about that is even the coaches are saying that. Tatum doesn't care about winning. That's not a concern for you? His co- coaches are saying this. He is not concerned about winning. Now, we've seen Jalen Brown play option two, option three. We've seen him look like he could probably be an option one. But as far as Tatum, Tatum is concerned about uh, what Beyonce and them say, me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I is Jason Tatum for a fact. And that's a problem for me with your number one guy. Like, So I, I go to 2020 again with the Lakers, right? LeBron yeah. was obviously the finals MVP and all that. But for quite a while, for quite a while, 
AD was that guy on that team. AD was doing his thing. He was leading them in points and a bunch of other categories. When um, uh, LeBron needed to take over and do his thing, he did that. You know what I mean? But he let AD do his thing for a long, long time. Tatum ain't doing that. Tatum don't care about that. Tatum wants to be the guy for the longer periods of time doing that. Kyrie even said it when he was over there. That's why he left. He said, bro, he, he, I mean, I don't think he was talking about Jalen Brown because Jalen Brown was essentially like your better role player at that time. He said, yeah. these young guys over here ain't interested in, in, in doing the thing necessary. And he said he probably was the same way when he was playing with LeBron, and he said now he understands. Then we hear in these rooms about the coaches saying Tatum don't want to win. It seems that Kyrie was talking about Tatum. And based on how Tatum is playing right now, it seems that all of that is true. So, yeah, you can sit here and say Tatum is your best player and all that, and maybe, right? Maybe he is, but I think Tatum is just the more marketable player. But from night in and night out, it seems that you would rather go with a dude like a Jalen Brown to, to lead your team. That's just, just my opinion because Tatum is not going to lead your team to the promised land. It just don't seem like it. Not right now. Change his mindset maybe, change his approach, change a lot of things about his game. Then maybe he can be, but right now coaches and, and everything else don't seem that he wants to be – wants to do that and that's that's a problem for me so if i had to get rid of one of them i would choose tatum and unfortunately i already know that they're not going to do that i already know that if anything they're going to move on from Jalen brown but i'm just telling you what i would do because i'm just telling you what what the facts are that's it that's 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 interesting and now that you're saying i do remember reading the report talking about he it's not like he doesn't like winning, but he wants to win on his terms. But the thing is, mm-hmm. you're not always going to win on your terms. That's that, that's not that. I mean, that's a life thing. Never mind basketball. So why would you want to invest into a player like that? Like, truthfully, why would you want to invest in that and hope that he figures it out and hope that he changes? You're going to be running into another Carmelo Anthony. And you see how long it took Carmelo to finally just say, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and play this role and see what I can do for my team. It took him too long to figure that out. He he probably could have been won himself a championship. Probably could have been got himself further if he wanted to just. To be fair, Melo was the man for Melo was the man for a long time, and I think that Knicks front office was sabotaging the Knicks there for a while. I think that's that a lot of that was on the front office, and it was Melo. Now Melo ain't doing himself any favors either because he could have went to Miami. He so been, that's what I'm saying. You, he could have been, could have been there this thing to win, but he obviously wasn't focused on that. He's focused on himself, and now he's in year what, 18, 19, trying to 19, hope he's in the ring. 19 because him and LeBron came in together. So yeah, yeah. So it's like, is that gonna be Tatum? Is he gonna have a Carmelo type of career, and then in year 18, 19, he gonna finally say, you know what? Let me go ahead and put the team before me. You feel me? At 32, <laughs> like, is that what you want to invest in into the future? Is that gonna really be good for you? I don't think so. AJ, this, that's some good stuff, man. That's 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 some good stuff. That's that's really good stuff. But before we get up out of here, I, I gotta ask you one thing. Can you can you can you say something good about my Knicks, brother? Can you can you say something good about my Knicks? What you want me to say about them? I, I want you to speak your no, I, I don't want you to speak your heart. Can can we get something from about that Hawks win? Can we get something? Because we struggled against the Hawks in the playoffs. Now, and I said, and people was asking me how you feel about the Knicks, how you feel about the Knicks. I tell you what, we'll beat Atlanta if we played them in the series again. And after what I saw yesterday, we would absolutely beat Atlanta in a playoff series. Mm. So my question <laughs> is, can the Knicks get to the second round of the playoffs? Because that was my prediction from day one. 
I didn't have them winning the championship or, or winning 60 games or nothing like that. I said, they will, I don't know what seed they'll get, but they will get to the second round in the playoffs. Cool. Can let's let's do that? I, I don't think so, but I'm going to ask you to see if you're being realistic. Do you see them beating Miami? Yeah. Uh, no, huh? no. No, uh, no, 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 no. Do you see them beating the Bucks? Actually, yes. They, they'll the, match the, up the, with Bucks. the Bucks. Yeah. You think yeah. they can beat the Bucks? Yes. We, we Bucks beat the Bucks twice this year. We're talking about in the playoffs, big dog. We're talking about seven game series. Do you see them beating the Bucks? Seven game series playoff. Yeah. Now, yeah, I do. Oh. I do. Oh, I now, I wouldn't have said that earlier in the year. I wouldn't have. But how we match up with them and how we played them and how we play, long as Kimba don't turn the ball over three times in a minute and 30 second time span, yeah. Yeah, mm. we can. Unrealistic. Do you see them beating the Nets in the playoffs? No. No. Do you see them beating Philadelphia in the playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, you unrealistic. Do you see them beating the Bulls in the playoffs? No. No. I don't see them beating any of those teams I just named. And if they do make the playoffs. But the teams you a, named, we've actually beaten all. Well, we hadn't played. We're talking about the playoffs, bro. We're not talking about beating them in the regular. The regular season don't matter. I watch the Chicago Bulls whoop Miami Heat ass every year in the regular season. <laughs> and in the playoffs, got their ass whooped every time. That shit don't. Come on, bro. Let's be real. That don't matter. <laughs> the regular season matters, but it don't. We know that. But, but you know. The game series, I'm not putting my money on the Knicks beating the goddamn Bucks. I'll be down. I'll put my money on the Knicks beating Philly. I ain't putting my money on Nick on the Knicks beating uh the Nets. They're not beating Miami. Like, come on, bro. They ain't but beating the none of these it, teams. We're not gonna have to see all those teams in the first You're gonna round, have to see one of them. Beat. Big chance you're gonna have to see one of them. I named about six teams. You're right. Probably and I, and have I think to we can beat at least half of them. Like I said, we the teams right now, if the playoffs started today and everything is looking how it's looking, we can't beat the Bulls. We can't beat Brooklyn. I think everybody else can be had. Oh, in, in the heat, in the heat. We can't beat them three. Everybody else can be had, I believe. I'm sorry. I I, I don't – I'm sorry. Like, especially I think, if – especially, I mean, if, if Ben – if they had Ben Simmons, Philly had Ben Simmons, then you got me. I wouldn't say nothing. I don't see them beating them with or without Ben. I, I really I really believe that. Now, this could just be – that that New York coming up out of it. Oh, it but is I, for sure. You're not being realistic. You said they can beat the Bucks. The Bucks also just picked up Demarcus Cousins, if you don't remember. So um, I'm not saying Demarcus is like um, I, I amazing. Gotta, I gotta God. see Boogie do something because I, I I fell for that that trick the past three teams he's been on. I I, I fell for that at least three times now. So I, I'm gonna have to see Boogie do something before. I just get on the boogie bandwagon. We, we seen a boogie. We seen boogie last year with the Clippers, bro. And like I say, he wasn't, you know, your star player or nothing. But I, I can't sit here and say talk bad about him. What I seen the playoff, what I seen from him, the minutes that he gave, the effort, knocking down shots, finishing around the rim, just the presence off the bench for them sixteen to twenty minutes he was getting. It 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 was really helpful for the for the Clippers overall. And if he playing with the Bucks, I'm assuming it's going to be a very similar role. And I see him being just fine in that role. As well, uh, but even with or without him, they they're not beating the Bucks, bro. I'm I'm sorry. I know you. I know you for New York. They're not beating the Bucks in seven games. It's it's not happening. You just got to be realistic, bro. Philly is the only team that I would give you. Like if you just like, oh, they'd probably be Philly. I'd be like, maybe, yeah, maybe I can kind of see maybe. But any other team, I don't see no chance. 
Now, I'm not saying these are just slam the door definitive. Well, but I do believe all those teams I said we could beat, I'd give them a 55, a 45 to 50% chance at beating either one of them teams. I think they got a 45% chance of beating Philly. I think they got about a 20 to 10% chance of every other team I name. But that'll get you that'll get you to the second round. Um, the chances, but once again, we're looking at an 80% chance of them losing. Could that get you to the second round? Yeah, but them odds is not in your favor. Look, and if we the playoffs was the start today, we're in the seventh seed. All right, so and y'all playing Miami. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah, well, we bye. we wouldn't play, so we got to move up. But look, I think before it's all said and done, because I think you see we starting to see Washington. They starting to really come down a little bit. I don't got faith in Washington right now. Right, I think so I think one we of those fools goes to. And I, think, I, ain't, I ain't mentioned Washington, if you notice. I, I didn't even mention them. Right. But they were hot, and I didn't mention them either. They started out super hot. And then I think we're going to end up taking Charlotte. I think we'll end up having a better record than Charlotte because I believe we're better than Charlotte also. I don't believe that you're going to see Charlotte. I don't believe you're going to see uh, Washington. I don't believe you're going to see the Hawks. I don't believe you're going to see any of those teams. But guess what? I believe the top five to six teams are going to be the Bulls, the Nets, um, the Bucks, the Heat, Philly. Those are and again, the I, I believe are gonna I be. believe we can beat Mil out of those teams you talking about. I really believe we can beat Milwaukee or Philly. Now Man, Brooklyn, Miami, Milwaukee and the Bulls. Thing. I got yeah. you. I got nothing for that. Those I the Knicks beating Milwaukee. Man, come on, come on, Wayne. You better than this. Oh look, you, you know not, how much takes age. You look, you know how it take a minute to get there, and you know how you know how this work now. They're not beating Milwaukee. Let's, come on, Wayne. Just say it. They're not beating Milwaukee. They're, 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 they don't have a very good chance to beat Milwaukee. They don't match up well with Milwaukee at all. What you we, what you mean? We matched up good. We beat them twice. I know regular season, but they matched up. Fine. Now, Giannis, you're not doing anything with Giannis. But everything else, we Let's matched go over up this. good with. Did you guys beat them with yeah. Drew Holiday, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Chris Middleton playing and healthy? And Brooke Lopez. Were those dudes healthy and playing? I can't they remember if Drew was there, but yeah, they, they both weren't. Were. You know, right now Milwaukee is 8 0 with those three dudes on the court. All the times that you guys beat them, they were either missing both Drew Holiday and Middleton or at least one of them. And I think both times y'all played them, they were missing both of those guys. So, yeah, y'all beat them. Congratulations. They missing two of their best three players. You don't really get much props for that. But we're looking at Milwaukee. Since those three guys have came back, they are 8 and 0. Y'all not beating them, bro. Come on. It's not happening. And I might be on a limb with that. I might be on a limb with that. I'll take it back. Because I think they on like a five, six, seven game win streak right now. Yeah, because all their players is back except Brooke, which is why they picked up DeMarcus. <clears throat> all right. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. But I'm standing on that, that, uh, that Philly one, though. I'm standing on that one. Like I said, I don't mind a Philly one. The Philly one? I can see your reasoning for that. I don't think they'll beat them, but I'm not completely against you saying that they could. So I can be with that one. But the all them other teams, hell no. <laughs> well, I guess I kind of got something out of you. I guess I kind of got something. You, you ain't trash them like how you usually do. Everybody just like to beat up on my little Knicks, although we. we I'm play. realistic. You know, I'm, I'm realistic, I believe. I don't think I'm unrealistic. I told you last year that they weren't going to beat the Hawks. And they got killed. 
Y'all, thank y'all for listening to this episode of Calling the High See It. I might be right. I might be wrong. AJ, thank you for coming on. Yes, sir. We out. All right, brother. Yeah.